from the Ticats Audio Network. This is the Coach O Show with Luke Tasker. Ticat fans, welcome to the Coach O Show with Luke Tasker. It's our weekly update with myself. I'm Luke Tasker. I'm joined by Orlando Steinhauer every week. Uh, coming out of the bye week, I'll get right into it, Coach. How was it for yourself? Productive week? Yeah, it's it's uh, you never really turn it off, but the fact that uh, you can actually wake up on your body's own clock is 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 not ever a, a hateful thing in in this in this profession. Um, but you're always kind of chomping at the bit to get back out there. But um, you definitely learn to take advantage of these of these bye weeks. It was a quick one, so it was a quick turnaround. But uh, you know, managed to you know cut the grass and take the trash out do some things that, that normally bypass you during, during a regular week. Yeah, that's great. Okay. So you took some time off. You got a little, got a little rest in. Oh yeah, absolutely. A lot more than you would get on a, on a regular week. Yeah, that's great. On uh, they're, uh, they're valuable. Those uh, breaks in there. When I first started playing, there was one, one bye week in an 18 game uh, season, which is, uh, you know, that that's a hard, those are a couple hard, long stretches, those nine, nine game stretches. And, by the time I was done, we had three of them. So it was, uh, we were lavished in, in bye weeks by the end of it. And, uh, and, uh, in 2019, of course, we had the, an additional bye week at the end. So either way, Absolutely. they're valuable to take. Um, how about the coaching staff? What did you expect of your, of your staff throughout the, uh, throughout the bye week? Yeah, very low expectations. You know, uh, we may shoot at each other a couple of texts and, uh, but, but that's it. There's no, there's no quote unquote homework or, or any, anything to do. They're, uh, they're professionals. Uh, I'm not really a, a micromanager type guy. Like they're, they're hired to do a job and, and I, they do it. Uh, they do it very professionally. So I have all the confidence in them. So uh, no expectations except for to reintroduce themselves to their family and their neighbors, because they probably don't think that uh, they live there. Um, but I just want them to really enjoy the time with their family. It's, I think that's important to, uh, uh, it's good for the soul for sure. What about the players? Was there any uh, expectations throughout the week? Yeah, just take care of your body. And same thing. If you're if you're going away, you know, go go see your your family and and whatnot. And if you're sticking around, just enjoy it. Do some some things that that you enjoy doing. And you know that's what it's about. I don't uh, you know to each their own. But uh, when it's time to come back to work, let's be dialed, ready to roll. So um, you know, if we felt that here today on day one for sure. I, I always find there are two uh, two views of the bye week. You get folks, and for some, in my opinion, it's the folks that are furthest away from the from impacting a team that are always sort of have that question. Well, why don't you just practice more? You know, why don't you just get in there and watch the film and take advantage of the extra days? And then, of course, there's the mindset of of relaxation, getting your mind away from it. You, of course, subscribe to the latter, as do I, as a player. <laughs> But is it a tough decision as a head coach? I know as a player, I, I know what I want to do. When, and from the from the other side of the uh, on the sidelines, is it a tougher decision? You know, maybe I'm maybe I'm too close to, or I don't know, I don't know really know the right way to phrase it. But you know, having played for twelve years, you kind of have a different approach, not better or worse, just a different approach to it. And I I do know how valuable it is, and I do know that it is rough on families and, and to remember that, that the coaches, the video, the therapy, everybody in the organization, they're all people first and they just happen to have titles. And you know, that 
sometimes the family goes unnoticed and you kind of chalk it up to, well, they kind of know what they sign up for when you, when you're a professional. And, um, you know, I kind of, you know, I kind of have subscribed the other way and say that if there's an opportunity for you to be there for a couple more games or a recital or anything that's happening or just be present, um, I'm a firm believer in that. Yeah. Uh, 2014, you remember the last game of our season that year, we beat Montreal by eight or more. We're first. If we lose, we're not in the playoffs. And if we win by less than eight, we I think we would have been then hosting the semifinal, I think, or whatever. Everything was still available. And we yes. won by, I think, 14 to get the bye week. And Ken Austin gave the team the, the week off. And, and yes. we got out of there. And I remember him from the media sort of taking a little bit, not heat, but just a little bit of questioning, like how, you know, don't you want to, don't you want to get on top of things for the Eastern final? And as a player, I was like, this is the best thing we could possibly do is get. Yes. And of course we beat Montreal again, two weeks later for the East, East final. So it's set in my mind in stone, what a bye week is for. Uh, now you've had day one now. So what, what's the, what, what, how did it, how did it turn out? Was it a positive day on the field? It really was. And I, you know, it, it, you know, if you have the right people, you kind of get that natural energy lift. I think players, coaches, everybody kind of wants to get back to work. And so you kind of get that natural energy lift. I think the, the real, you know, I guess the, the real, I'm going to come up with the word here in a second. What you want to be able to do is take that energy and, and, re, and you know, transform it into execution, right? You just don't want to be out there running around mindlessly, just excited to be there. At this point in the season, you want to execute at a high level. And I think that, you know, we were able to find that right mix uh, out there today. Uh, Dane Evans out throwing the football. How is it to have him back on the field? Yeah, it's good. You know, he's been throwing for a while and, you know, he didn't really, he didn't have an arm injury. It's just the, the torque and doing things full speed. And we've talked about that, you know, when it comes to most injuries is, you know, running on the side and, you know, shadowing people and doing different things is one thing and getting out there uh, with your teammates is another. So, you know, we'll see how, how Dane reacted and how he feels. Uh, you know, it's always a 24 hour deal. How do you feel? You know, you could feel great after practice and then wake up sore and it's hard to put one foot down on the floor. Um, he's a tough customer. I'll tell you that, but it's, you know, the cool thing about Dane, uh, Luke is that, you know, he remained present regardless. Uh, he, it didn't really feel like he was gone. So he, meaning he was on the field all, but, you know, some doctor appointment days. Um, so to have him back out there, um, throwing and just being a part of more is awesome, but he was, he's been present since his injury. He's just that type of man and teammate. Yeah, and the start of his career was that same role that he falls back into right now when he was such a – he really was a really positive uh, backup quarterback before he got his chance to take over. He was a guy who you could trust, you know, not only oh. in the event that if he did have to get into the game, which obviously that went well for him uh, in 2019. Yeah. But just uh, you could trust his his attitude and energy in the locker room. It doesn't surprise me that he snaps back right snaps right back into that mold uh, easily. That said, Jeremiah, his best game uh, probably since uh, 2019, and since he was uh, operating at the highest level in the in the CFL, 
coming off of his best game since then. What's your take on where he is right now in his career and for this team this year? Well, the first career, it'd probably be a, a longer, a longer conversation, but you know, where he's at right now is, you know, I feel like he's, you know, he, he's about as close to healthy as he's going to get for this season at, at this point in time, he's uh, got some live, you know, game situations under his belt. Um, so, you know, we're obviously confident in both quarterbacks. That's why we resigned both of them and, and credit to them for wanting to be a part of it. Um, you know, the career, you know, I don't have a crystal ball when it comes to any quarterback or any player, but, you know, I, I see both of these quarterbacks playing for a long time in this league if, if they so choose. Um, you know, obviously the health is the name of the game for any, any athlete and at, at the most important position on the football field that's even heightened. And there's so much predicated on that though, as you know, it's, you know, it be it protection, be it receivers in the right spot, be it understanding the defense. There's just so much that goes into it. So very comfortable with, with his mindset and where he's at right now. And uh, you know, we just look forward to see, and you know, you gotta, that's why you play the games though, right? That practice is one thing and, and you play the game. So uh, the cool thing is, is that both, both quarterbacks, have performed at a high level in big football games. And, uh, you know, we're just taking it one day at a time with, with both of them. Getting ready for this weekend, the Red Blacks, the second matchup this year. Obviously, they've had their struggles. They are in a tough position for their own uh, destiny in 2021, uh, at least. They have made some changes and progressed in some ways. But what do you expect from them this weekend? to play like, you know, they're like a playoff game, you know, and I, what you see on tape is, is they play hard. It hasn't shown up on the, on the scoreboard, but again, like every week, Luke, we, uh, we always are going to respect our, our teammates and, and see what they do. And you put together a game plan, but the, you know, 85% of the time is going to be focused on ourselves and our execution, but, you know, they've got, uh, you know, arguably the, the best returner in the game who really ignites their football team. Um, you know, their special teams plays hard. I feel like they play hard in all three phases, to be honest with you. And you, you know that, you know, there's a fine line in each game that uh, could could determine an outcome. But um, obviously, we're, we, we've got to continue to make steps and progress. And I feel like we, we took some steps over the last couple of weeks. Uh, we, we've got to finish better. That's not a, that's not a secret there, but... Um, I'm comfortable where we're at right now because it's, it's, it's where we're at. There's not anything you can do about the past. All you can do is move forward. And so uh, I'm really looking forward to watching this practice tape from day one, to be honest with you, because that's what's in our control. And then I'll be fired up, fired up for day two. So um, coming full circle, I, I expect them to come out swinging. And I, I, as every week, I just love our football team and I'm waiting to see, you know, our response. Yeah, it is effectively a playoff game for them, right? Uh, Edmonton in the East has even, a, or excuse me, the West has even a tougher uh, ladder to climb. Uh, but it, but you got to expect Ottawa to be really no holds bar. Everything is a go because they are, they are uh, ripping on with their, with the blast of their fingernails if they want a chance at this, this year. Uh, they have to come through Tim Horton's field though. And I always loved the phrase, keep a losing team losing. What is it that the Ticats have to do this weekend 
to keep this losing team losing? Nothing different than any other week. And that is we've got to, you know, protect the quarterback and we got to get after the quarterback and we got to protect the football and take it away. It's there, you know, there's other little variables that go in there. If you want to get into fine fixtures and details about, you know, not limiting explosions, but at the end of the day, um, that's going to give us the best opportunity each week to win consistently. And that, that will be the focus. And so if you ask me that, uh, any other week, you'd, you'd probably get probably the same answer unless something went terribly right or terribly wrong that we have to address it on the head. Like we don't, we don't brush anything under the rug. We're going to address the elephants in the room and, but we're not going to dwell on it, but we're definitely not going to ignore it. So, um, I'm, I'm, I'm excited because your real test each week is the game, right? You can see great steps, but you gotta, you could, you know, our job is to just prepare, 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 and then we got to go out there and perform. Yeah. I mean, there's been three times where the Ticats have lost by th- by three or less. It's, it's incredible, incredible, incredible how differently things would look uh, if it weren't for five points. And, right. you know, I guess after a bye week, you don't you choose to get all the rest. No day zero. Did you go back to the game film and watch that today with the team? Or uh, speaking of the last week's Toronto film, I mean, yeah, we did when we we brought them in for rundown, and that was quote unquote our day zero. Uh, we did not go on the field, but we did do rundown and lift, and and we revisited some things because there's some things that that needed to be addressed, and and I think. Uh, you know, I prefer doing it that way versus right after the game. You know, some people would say, well, why don't you bring them in and put it to bed? But, um, you know, sometimes you, you got to let it just sit for a minute and, and marinate. And, you know, at the end of the day, um, there, there wasn't a lot that needed to be said. Like you could feel it in, in the locker room. And that, that's just a sign that you have the right people, in my opinion. Um, you, you are what your record says you are, but, uh, it's your own belief system and what goes on behind these walls. That's really ultimate important. Everything else is just noise. What, what jumped off the film uh, during the rundown uh, from last week's game? Just opportunity to close the game out in all three phases. And uh, you know, it wasn't just the final drive. It wasn't just, uh, you know, getting the field goal. There's, you know, with special teams opportunities, offense and defense. And, and that's what a team is. Now, each one of those phases, if you asked, you know, the people on those teams, they'd say, yeah, I want to be in that situation. I want you to be able to point the finger at me when, when the game's on the line. And when, when you don't come through, it's, it's a disappointing thing. But um, that's, that's really was, was the emphasis, right? It's easy to point to two plays or, or a last drive or whatnot, but there was, you know, three minutes, four minutes before that, that contributed to that situation. So uh, we, we share in it together and um, that that's really what jumped out. Yeah. Well, we got five games left and the East is taking shape. Of course, Toronto has the, has the, a two game lead on the Ticats. Montreal is sort of an in- interesting place right now and they just make a big trade. How does, oh. how does Trevor Harris presence back in the East, uh, sit with you what's your take on that well you know my only personal experience with Trevor is just my time in Toronto when uh you know he he was he was the backup quarterback there and I had a 
a, a lot of respect for him and how he, you know, was buying his time behind at that point, Ricky Ray. And then, you know, of course, Zach Caleros was there. So they were, they were pretty, we were pretty quarterback rich there. Um, and of course, Jerry's Jackson was also there. So, you know, and then when he finally got his opportunity, I thought he, he did a, a great job. So, you know, obviously, you know, he's a champion from, from being on that team. Um, he's led his own team uh, in his own way. So I think I can't speak for Montreal, but, you know, obviously there's, there's got to be some comfort food there. There's got to be a level of comfort uh, regardless of their impression of their current starting quarterback or not. Um, obviously they made a move for what they felt was best for them. But um, so him coming back to the East, you know, really, you know, haven't spent a lot of time on it. I just, uh, you know, I'm, I'm happy for him if, you know, I just think he's a good person and I've been around him, but I, you know, I haven't been around him for, uh, for a few years now. Yeah. And I, looking ahead, I mean, we don't, the Ticats aren't going to face uh, short of the playoffs. They don't face Montreal, but uh, it'll be interesting to see how that shakes down uh, as the playoffs become more and more uh, uh, focused in, into picture. But coach, we'll call it there for uh, for the Coach O show for the day. Uh, day two tomorrow, and I cannot wait to get back into the booth in the stadium this Saturday uh, for what will be surely a great game against the Red Blacks. Thanks for your time, coach. Looking forward to our uh, – to the Coach O Show as weeks progress. Thanks, Luke. Have a great one. We'll see you next week. The Coach O Show with Luke Tasker. Like, subscribe, and find out what Coach is thinking every Tuesday.